Yo, 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 what's up mga listeners? You're tuned into Pinoy Australiano episode Ano episode na ba? 10. Sampo. Guys, uh I finally gotten over all my uh requirements that have uh, plagued me in succession week in week out for the past two months and I'm finally back on the road servicing passengers around Victoria so ayun you know hopping happy make money make money magiipon mo I'm gonna save some cash and get myself to to the Philippines very soon and also to see my my anak my daughter in Japan But guys, hey, uh, last night was an interesting night because I had, for the very first time, my first Filipino passenger. Yay! Mind you, I've been driving for a whole year now. Actually, you know what? That's my second passenger. But it's been a long time. It's almost been one year since the last passenger. So... Yay! <laughs> Anyways, so this guy was, um, I assume, in the, the short uh, five-minute drive with him. I'm sure this guy was a Pinoy Australiano as well. Guapo, you know, he was a good-looking bloke. You know, longish hair, chiseled features. He was, you know, uh, real toned, you know, just from what I could see. You know, I think his boyfriend was in the back, <laughs> in the back seat. Um, but what was interesting about this um, Pino Australiano and the only reason why I assume he's a uh, Filipino Australian is because he said he was raised in Hopper's Crossing. Shoutouts to all the Filipinos in Hopper's Crossing, Laverdon, Werribee, Point Cook, you know, Williams Landing, all you guys keep it alive there. There's a strong Filipino culture out there, I know that for sure. And, uh... You know, he was talking about how in high school he had a lot of uh, Barcada friends um, from Sunshine. You know, um, and the conversation only came up because he asked me, did you have any interesting passengers tonight? And I said, yeah, you know, we had a we had a couple from the other side of town who just moved into Sunshine and said how lovely Sunshine is. And if any of you know, there is a stigma on Sunshine and it's, you know, it's not necessarily still the ghettoest place in the west or one of the most ghetto ghetto places in the west but um you know it has it, it, it still has some rough spots particularly west sunshine which is where i dropped off this couple it was interesting a family actually and yeah they they used to call that area scumshine but back to um my pasajero he had an american accent You know, and, and that's pretty typical for Filipinos here in Australia to have an American accent. And they'd probably cop a lot of flack for it. They're like, why do you speak with an American accent? You know, it's like, no, this is not a Filipino accent. This is, sorry, this is not an American accent. This is a Filipino accent. But yeah, you know, the lines are blurred because Filipino English is American English. Diba? You know, we'll roll our R's, you know, we'll say mother, father, brother, sister, water, 
but then we also have our own particular accent which you know we could call fob or fresh off the boat even though Filipinos didn't travel here on a boat yeah I said here <laughs> didn't travel here on a boat except maybe for during the pearl diving uh, times you know so anyways yeah this guy was a nice fellow and he was giving me props for my Filipino accent you know like oh you are you are a Filipino pala. I thought you were a Chinese or a Japanese. Says, says the Filipina tita, auntie, when she finds out that I'm actually a Filipino. <laughs> I thought you are a, a Chinese or a Japanese. You look, you look like a Vietnamese. But no, I am Tunay na Pinoy Australiano. Yo, 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 sir. I'm stuck in traffic here on King's Way next to Albert Park and I'm looking to my right and I'm seeing some brand new brand new apartments being built and I look to my left and it's Albert Park and it's a golf course you know I feel like I'm in I'm in Edsa somewhere stuck in traffic but it's flowing a lot nicer it's a lot you know a lot more uh, What's the word? It's a lot more pleasant than Edsa, let's say. But you know, when you're when you're driving with a with a nice Uber driver, or you're with your your friends, you know, on Edsa, it's nice, you know. It's like nice to have you know a deep and meaningful conversation with your driver in the Philippines because you know I think if you are not aware, please be aware that Filipinos, and I will say this wholeheartedly, a good Filipino conversationalist is such a conversationalist because he can go or she can go to the deeper realms of the mind, the heart, and the spirit. <laughs> but yeah guys, like it's crazy because out here this massive, massive park here in Victoria, in Melbourne, that we call Albert Park, used to be, shit. It used to be the place for the Filipino fiesta. I remember in the 80s, shit. You know, I was only what three years old, but I remember it clearly. Like, guys, if you were here, you'll know how big this park is. But this park was puno puno with Filipinos from all over Victoria because it was right in the center or just outside the center of the city so before Jeff Kennett uh, stole the Grand Prix from uh, Adelaide yeah like this was literally just a massive park like like fucking Tawagdon like uh, Central Park in in New York yeah but now it's a Grand Prix race course and it's got a massive like sort of uh, man-made lake in there and there's nice you know, geese and ugly ducklings and shit, but you know, it's never really used as like a festival spot, which is kind of a shame because it's right in the, right on the outskirts of the city, you know, it's not right inside the heart of the city, which is my traffic, you know, like, but Melbourne is, Melbourne, City of Melbourne Council really want to make everything city-centric since it is the number one, number one livable place in the world but as a result it's become very very 
congested. Hey, but you know, whatever. Props to them. They're making their money, their money. But the point I want to make is, let's bring it. Let's bring it back to the whole tribalism culture of the Philippines and the regionalism, which. If I believe it is the right way to say it, it's probably a Spanish-style word. Re, re, regin, regionalism, regionalismo. Fuck, I can't even say it. Regional, regionalism. Basically, people claiming their own regional parts of the Philippines. Oh, I'm Bisaya. Oh, I'm Ilocano. Oh, I'm Cebuano. Oh, I'm this, this, and that. You know. It's crazy, and it's good because you know at least there's a, a maintenance and a pride for the areas that you come from. But at the same time, it creates this segregation, you know. And I'm starting to to, to from the conversations I have with some of my rideshare passengers, you know, it's like, guys, Melbourne itself, Victoria itself suffers from regionalism. Have a think about that one, yeah? We'll continue on in the next segment of Pinoy Australiano. Ay putang inamoka! It did not record my last five minute spiel. I think it's uh, because I've got an iPhone 5 and I'm two models down. I think I need an upgrade. But guys, we were talking about regionalism. Re Regional, regionalismo. If that's the right way to say it. I'm gonna have to look at the Tagalog translation for that. Sorry guys for fucking it up, but you know, so when we talk about regionalism that is endured and you know suffered yet proudly proudly felt it's raining. I gotta be careful with my driving now. Everyone's coming from all parts of Victoria to go back to the west. I'm gonna avoid the Westgate Bridge. I'm gonna go through Footscray because I love Footscray, but I love Brimbank so much more. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, it's 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 this pride here in in um Dang Inamoka. ginagawa mo, fucking idiot. You don't just stick your nose out like that. Sorry guys, road rage. Anyways, it's not even following the line, it's gonna cause an accident, this guy. Anyways, so as I was saying before, um, an example that I spoke about in the, in the last five minute segment that got cut out was, you might be going to a place like Chadston Shopping Center, which is, you know, a very, 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 uh, what? high class you know top class shopping center yeah you know you've got your Burberry's you've got your your Dolce Gabbana's you got your you know all your fashion designer brands there plus others you know from the from the most expensive to the most cheap but that's in the east side and you might be from the west side and you might go to Chadston and you're like yeah you know if I, they've got Mujirishi you know they got all these you know import joints in um, the east, but I still prefer shopping at High Point Shopping Center. Yeah, which is predominantly the, the largest shopping center 
in the West. Yeah, unless Werribee has now outgrown that, but I, I got no idea, you know. At least in Werribee, they got a Uniqlo, so you can get your staple goods there if you don't already shop online, ASOS. That's a plug. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you know, and then that's probably because these people are just more familiar with their, you know, shopping center in the West, High Point Shopping Center, or Knife Point Shopping Center. And, and they just prefer the style and the shops and everything they needed there. They don't really need to travel across, you know, the city to get to Chadstone, you know. And if we, we bring that back a little bit, or we zoom in a little bit more and give it a micro focus, that could be like a person like myself from, you know, uh, the Brimbank Council region and how I would prefer to just stay in, you know, Keel or Downs, St. Albans, as opposed to venturing out to, let's say, Sunshine or Scumshine, which I love that, I love that name for it, man, Scumshine Fresh. Don't come here, man. We don't need you. You're not scum. We are. Give us some love. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, rather than going to these places, even Footscray, as far as Footscray, it's like, nah, fuck Footscray, you know, I'm going to stay in St. Albans. Why do I need to go to Footscray for Vietnamese? when I can just stay in St. Albans. Why do I need to go and get my drugs in Footscray when I can just stay in St. Albans? And I'm not talking about illegal drugs, you fuckheads, yeah? I'm talking about, you know, chemist warehouse. We got a chemist warehouse in, in fucking St. Albans. So if I want to get my Bulgari Blue, which they've unfortunately stopped stock, stocking, but let's just say, you know, what? Uh, my, my uh, Jean Paul Gaultier. <laughs> Um, you know, Cologne, I can get that in St. Albans, you know, Indian food, I got it there, Asian grocers, I got it there, fish and chips, we got it there, fried chicken, we got it there, god damn it, we've even got a Nando's, we've even got a bread top, we've even got a dessert house, guys, what more could you want, and this is the kind of regionalism that the Philippines also suffers from, which we'll continue talking about in the next segment. Yo, and so I guess, you know, uh, regionalism is also attributed to, you know, I, I haven't studied this stuff, but it's definitely a point of study, an area, a subject of, of study, an area of study that I definitely want to explore. And, you know, I think it's got a lot to do with a lot of the bullshit that's going on around the world. It's not even worth mentioning because it's stupid, it's foolish. But people are just not getting along and we need to find better ways to get along. Or at least in this smaller community we call planet Earth right now, to just get the fuck along. You know what I mean? So, what I was about to say about regionalism, you know, besides just, you know, favoring your areas or representing where you're from, it really then comes down to, you know, like, race, religion. What does creed mean? I guess, you know, like, what you subscribe to these days, you know, like, the kind of, uh, sort of subculture or, or feeling or vibe mode of thinking 
you know, like if you're an artist or you're working class or you're middle class, you know, and I guess now since we're talking about classes, then yes, regionalism is a factor of status and class. Now, I wish I could drop the, the Filipino uh, types of classes from pre-Hispanic history, but, you know, you have the, the upper class, the upper echelon of Philippine society from way back in the tribal days, um, and they were known as the Datus, you know, they were like the chiefs, but as opposed to thinking of the Datu as one chief of a particular, um, I forget the traditional term for tribe, it's not tribu, uh, it starts with B, but it's like the Datus, according to, to, um, to people who have studied um, the anthropology, you know, anthropologists who have studied the Philippines and the history of the Philippines, um, Datus were actually a class. Then below them, you would have another class, which would be, I guess, you could call you a middle upper class. And then there was never really a middle class, but then there were two or more levels of a slave caste. Yeah, and it's interesting to note that when you go to the Philippines, you know, despite people looking at foreigners like they're made out of money, yeah, right, we don't in the Western world, or at least here in Australia, have the luxuries, the luxuries of being or having katulongs or, you know, maids and, you know, servants in your home. You know, whereas in the Philippines, you know, if you if you have like money in the Philippines, you'll definitely have katulong. Yeah, you'll have maids and servants and whatnot. Like that's something I'd really like to look into. But you know, I'm not privy to like jumping into every family, but to see that. But you know, even sometimes your own family members are your like uh, katulong. Yeah, like somehow. Your family members are in a lower class than yours. It's a very interesting, interesting sort of, you know, social makeup there. You know, then there's also the idea that in the Philippines, that your family is, you know, has inherited this class. So you're forever seen by your name, by your surname, as being lower class not poor but like a slave class and your your purpose is to serve the upper class in that society or culture it's pretty fucking next level man you know it's pretty next level and i guess you know with things changing slowly there's a group that are emerging uh and becoming middle class because of you know all the telcos moving to the philippines and i'm going on a tangent here but the segment ends but they did this bloody segment on a current affair about how, you know, Filipino telcos couldn't speak English properly. You cunts are fucked. Filipinos have some of the best English in the whole world. Hello, mum, sir. How can I help you? Could you please confirm your number here? Thank you very much. Nag-re-record na ba? Dapat my countdown. Like at least like a 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Hi guys, what's going on? Kumusta na? 
nung balita is your uh, favorite son here, Lopez Lawang. Guys, I just want to I just wanting to uh, send a message out there to all my listeners, particularly all the drivers here in Melbourne, Victoria. Does not matter what region you are from here in Victoria, east, west, north, south, northwest, north, south, east, west, is is all the same. Especially at this time of the evening, no? It's a, it's a, it's a thick hour now, guys. It's a thick hour, you know? Everybody is tired from their work or they're just going to start their work for the evenings. And, you know, like, there is an abundance of, of people driving on the streets, on the roads, yeah? And then especially in this this very strange weather of ours here in Victoria you know four seasons in one day yeah one one minute is raining the next minute it's sunny then the next minute is windy and it's raining and then it's sunshine but raining and then it's warm like it's spring and then it's cold guys do not drive too fast in the traffic Hindi mo, hindi mo ba nakikita yung, yung, yung sign dyan? 50! 50 dito gago! Huwag ka mag 100! Don't drive so fast in the, in the, especially in the dense, the dense area, you know? At you know, if this is the Philippines, we have very skilled drivers there. Because no one is following the road rules, but everybody is defensive driver. Whereas here, because you know maybe because you know it's part of of your culture here you know everybody is so entitled doesn't matter the color of their skin you know they're australian they're australian they all think they're entitled to have the right of way you know it's got nothing to do with the racism it's got to do with the putang inang green light just because it's a green light doesn't mean you can go yeah because some bloody idiot is driving and he's not even going to follow this red light to stop him because he's so stressed he just wants to go home and avoid the traffic so he might even just do a red light put ang ng shit and then if you think you have the rights of way in the green light and you don't see this guy who's gonna go across the red light at put ang 70 80 kilometers per hour put ang you are dead you are in the heaven or if you've been a bad person, you are in the hell. Shit. You know? Everybody is stressing. Everybody not having a good time sometimes in their workplace because their boss is a, you know, is a bastos guy. He's an idiot, you know, or your workmates is bloody idiot. Or, you know, you have a stressful, you know, you have a stressful day because your paciente is... You know, a junkie is so rude to you, you know, or the the soccer mom complaining to you because the, her copy is not soy latte, mochaccino, putang ng whatever it is, ang aarte nila. Fuck! Doesn't matter. You have to take a deep breath. Magsalamat kayo sa Diyos. You know, you, 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 you be grateful. You say thanks to the Lord. I'm alive. I'm living. I'm breathing. You know? Breathing, yeah, like in the in the nose, not the to make the baby. But even if you make it a baby, it's okay, diba? You know, 
Like, be happy. Don't worry. You're not going to get home any faster. You know, you might cut off 30 seconds, you know, of your final traveling time if you speed in and out in peak hour traffic. You know, do something like sing along to the songs or listen to a podcast or, you know, call your friend and talk to them or, you know, just do something. Don't be a bloody idiot on the bloody roads. You know, everybody is trying to get home safely to their family. Okay, that's my message. Peace out. Thank you. Oh, good day, guys. This is uh, Louis Luang here. What is it? What do you guys... What? the fuck you guys want me to call myself on this show? Anthony Lewis, that's right, yep. G'day guys, Anthony Lewis here. Um, I got a message to uh, all you uh, Filipinos and Filipinas out there. You know, it's, it's really tough being a Filipino-Australian because, you know, it's, it's really difficult to, like, walk in to, like, like a Filipino restaurant and can't help but not really behave like a Filipino, you know. Like I went, to, I went to school at Melbourne High School, you know. Like after after leaving, you know, Catholic Regional College, yeah. And I'm not gonna put any of those schools down because I really love those schools and and the friends I made and the things I learned. But you know, like because I was born in Australia, and you know, like there's this weird kind of thing that you know if you. I don't know whether I learned it from my parents or I just, it was the kind of vibe I got, like from being around, you know, being around, you know, people that weren't Filipino. Like, I just, I just learned these mannerisms that made me, you know, more Aussie, you know, like, like instead of like raising the chin and raising the eyebrows as a, as a, as a, as a salutation to people, you know. I, um, you know, I end up, you know, nodding my head, you know, like, g'day sir, you know, you know, it's like, it's very, um, <coughs> what's the word, the Japanese do it, it's, you know, where you put yourself beneath someone, you know, as a, as a form of politeness, you know, like, I'm not used to that being, like, the Filipino style, no, like, I see my parents do it all the time, I've acknowledged, like, that's part of our culture, but, you know, like, like, I gotta retrain myself to do that, you know? And then, you know, like, you, you cop a lot of flack as a kid when you walk in and, and, and you speak with, like, what they reckon's an American accent, but it's actually a Filipino accent. Like, I can switch that shit on and off. It's not hard. Like, for example, like, it's still, it's still, it's like my second language to speak in an accent, you know? Which, it, when it's, which, when really, in, it should have been. You know, had had I had my own way, and if we could turn back time, which I don't regret, but if I if I had that that ability, you know, to like you know Doctor Strange and change time, then I'd be like, you know, my first language would not be English, but it would be you know Tagalog and 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 Ilocano, <laughs> you know, and, and I mean you know like like I can switch it on. Like if I'm talking to my dad, I'm like, dad. Can you pass me the the glass, please? Or you know, I could I could say something like, "Mom, can you close the light?" <laughs> but I mean, you know, like imagine like getting 
Imagine getting teased as a little brown kid, you know, at school for having an accent, you know, and bringing rice, you know, rice and, and you know, you know, some fried food in a, in a Tupperware container and a fork and a spoon. Imagine what it's like to be that kind of kid, you know? And so, you know, it's just... But then, you know, the, the whole other side is when you then, you know, you want to, like, really embrace your, your heritage, your culture, and you go to, like, a Filipino restaurant and, and you try to speak Tagalog and all that, uh, and then you just can't help but feel like your own kind of laughing at you. You know, like, oh, look at this. Look at this Philo guy. He can't even speak to Galog, you know? Like, that's hard too. And then when you try, they actually laugh at you. You know, and they don't mean it in an offensive way. They don't really mean it in an offensive way. They just, you know, they just... That's just their way of reacting culturally to you. You know, it's like that kind of shit. It's really hard, you know. And I went to the, I went to me psych the other day, and he reckons I suffer from mild schizophrenia. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's Lamarock here. I can't, I can't put on these characters anymore. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Binoy Australiano. Catch you soon. Peace.